God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. And today we're going to be talking about the uh, student loan forgiveness. And, you know, frankly, it's it's just a way to buy votes. It's just a way to buy votes, and it's a way to redistribute wealth. And there's just so many things that are wrong with this concept. It's so un-American. And it's so wrong in so many ways. And it's going to cause inflation. The liberals out there think that it's not, but it is. It's going to cause inflation. And yet, you know, when they say it's not, it's like saying, you know, we're not in a recession. They could say it, but it's not. What they're saying is not true. And that's the, uh, you know, that's the part that we uh, need to get our head around. You know, yesterday I saw this clip from the RNC, and Nancy Pelosi made it quite clear. She uh, she basically said that the president doesn't have the power to do this. Nancy Pelosi said this in April. Let's take a listen. People think that the president of the United States. Is this more on the subject than you ever want to know? Will you let me know? People think that the President of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That would has to be an act of Congress. People think... An act of Congress. Well, you know, one would like to think that we live in a democracy or a republic that takes... Uh, takes these thing, these matters to uh, Congress and has our representatives, our elected officials, vote on them. You know, Biden gets in through all kinds of election fraud and starts ex- well, writing up all these executive orders. And like he's a, a tyrannical king, but he's not neither. 
He's not even running the show. It's the people at the Brookings Institution and the bureaucrats in Washington that are dictating the terms. It's Obama's puppet strings that are pulling the strings. It's people from the Obama administration that are embedded in the Biden administration, destroying our country with every single thing that they do. And here, it's quite obvious they're, they're trying to buy votes. They're trying to, all those cisgender wackadoodles that don't know what gender they are and, and toy around with all these pronouns are college educated or just got out of college with their humanity studies uh, degree that they can't get a job with, with their nose ring and their purple hair and all this debt, and all all Biden is doing is fueling that fire. And it's just yet another example, another jab at the middle class, because guess who's going to pay for it? Joe the plumber's going to pay for it. The middle class is paying for the lawyer, the doctor, and their student debt. The middle class is paying for it. The blue-collar worker that said, you know, I'm going to make my own life decision. I'm going to make my decision to not acquire a $150,000 student debt because I don't think it's a good value. I don't think it's worth it. I don't think they give me a return on investment anymore. I think it's too expensive. And if you look at the endowments... If you look, just look at the endowments uh, from Harvard and Yale, you would see huge endowments, huge numbers. I'm going to read to you a couple of uh, posts here. And <laughs> yeah, I just saw a cartoon. It says, uh, it's a it's a cartoon of um, Charlie Brown, right? Charlie Brown and uh, Peppermint Patty, and she says, "Chuck, do all fairy tales begin with once upon a time?" And Charlie Brown says, "No, many of them begin with if I'm elected and I promise." <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um. At the same time, we're given $3 billion, $3 billion more dollars in an arms package to Ukraine. $3 billion. Tell me that's not money laundering. I don't know what is. So here he says, here's some facts. Only 37% of Americans have a four-year degree. I didn't know it was that low, by the way. Did you? 37%. Greg Price wrote this. Only 37% of Americans have a four-year degree. Only 13% have a graduate degree. 13%. And a full 56% of the student loan debt is held by people who went to grad school. So the 13% represent the 56% of all student loan debt. Biden's plan to cancel it would be like taking money from a plumber 
to pay the debt of a lawyer. Think about that. Think about the injustice of that. And it's got to stop. So Biden wants truckers, plumbers, and cops to pay the debt of gender study grad students. That's what Biden is going to ask today. He's going to demand it of you today. Because you don't have a choice. You're going to have to pay that. Just like the person who decides to come through, come to America legally, gets themselves an immigration lawyer, is qualified, learns the language, uh, is, is uh, independent, has a job lined up, and wants to come here and live and make a future in America. Great. We need more of them. But then you got this illegal uh, person that's coming through the border illegally, and they're getting put on a bus or a plane. They're given money. They're being put up in these hotels now. And it just doesn't make any sense. So the bad, the evildoer, the criminal, is being rewarded for their bad behavior, whilst the person who plays by the rules is getting punished. And the same thing is true, I'd say, when you compare J6 with Black Lives Matter. So this is all political. It's just, that's what it is. The Democrats are, are, are selling out to the corporate, 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 corporations, the multinational corporations, the globalists, because these corporations are run by companies like BlackRock. And they're adhering to the World Economic Forum standard and goals. And the payback is cheap labor. So the same people that are saying, you know, no one could live on less than $15 a, uh, an hour of minimum wage are basically the ones causing the inflation that's going to make that $15 next to nothing in value. Number one. And number two, they're the ones importing slave labor markets for their corporate cronies. So think about that. It's just, it's an absolute lie. Why can't we just do things the old fashioned way? Everybody, uh, the government stays out of your life. Everybody goes to work and pays their way. And if you, you, you need a helping hand in some way, then apply for it and get a leg up. But don't, you know, you have to prove your your situation. You know, if you were injured or if you were just got a string of bad luck and you weren't born into privilege. There ought to be a mechanism in society to where we all can get together and help these people. But it's like uh, Dinesh D'Souza when he was talking about the uh, wagon pullers being demonized and the people sitting in the wagon were not being demonized. They're being rewarded. And after a while, the people pulling the wagon say, you know what? I'm tired of pulling the wagon. I'm going to get back. I'm going to get in the wagon. 
I'll be treated better by my government. So, here's the thing. (laughs) I love this quote here, too. It says, other than what is laundered back to them, Biden and Pelosi have no idea where billions are going in Ukraine. That's so true. They know where they know the money that's coming into their pocket. But back to student loan. Harvard and Harvard has a forty-two billion dollar endowment. Yale has a thirty-one billion dollar endowment. But Biden will tax truck drivers and plumbers to pay the student loans that built those empires. So it's not just about inflation that we have to be worried about. It's not just about buying votes in a midterm election because they know they're going to get crushed. It's not just about trying to woo the young voters and fulfill this campaign promise. But it's also about giving back to these universities who endorsed climate change studies and COVID studies that supported the COVID mandates that supported the woke liberal agenda, that supports and brainwashes our children into thinking that there are more than two genders, those morons. And they have billions of dollars in endowments. They have, they're so wealthy. I said, Biden is buying young voters with there is $10,000 toward their student loan debt. It's a short-term ruse. The long-term impact of inflation will be like it never happened. The tenth, And they don't even know it yet. But everybody's going to pay for this. It's almost going to be, it's going to be upwards of a trillion dollars. You watch. They said somewhere in the between $300 billion and $958 billion, it's going to be a, over a trillion before this is all said and done. The $10,000 will be displaced in rising prices at the grocery store, in your home, when you purchase it, and in the car that you drive. Everything is going to go up. And anybody that says this is not going to cause inflation is just flat wrong, fundamentally wrong. You put $10,000 into somebody's pocket, what are they going to do with that 10000 They no longer have to pay, pay their student let, loan. So they take $10,000 away from what they would have put into the student loan debt that they acquired. And somebody said, well, it's already baked in. They already consumed that, that, that student, uh, that school, that, that university debt, that student loan debt. So the universities are going to get their money back. They're going to get rich. They're going to get more students. The student loan uh, officers and companies, the loan, the, the, the banks, they're going to get their money back. And the student itself isn't going to have to foot the bill for that $10,000 and is going to buy a car with it. Uh, it's going to help them buy a car. It's going to help them buy a home. 10000 toward the home, 10000 toward the car, 10000 toward groceries, whatever it is. But that 10000 gets put into the economy, stimulates the economy. But it devalues the, the dollar and thereby causing inflation. 
because an inordinate amount or an artificial amount of new people are going to have more cash to spend. That's exactly what this whole other thing was about. This whole spending bill, they called it the Inflation Reduction Bill. And all it's going to do is liquidate liquidate money, print money, and it's going to allow people to extend not paying their rent for a longer period of time. They're not going to get evicted. So you're going to have student loans in the lead up to the midterm elections. You're going to have students and young professionals they are going to get this $10,000 gift from the government. Joe the plumber and uh, Fred the truck driver, whoever, you know, is going to have to pay for this. And this is coming out of the middle class in, in multiple ways. Not only are their taxpayer dollars going to Ukraine right now, going to the inflation reduction bill, and now going to student loans, What's going back to them? They're paying taxes, but nothing is getting returned to them. Not a better road. Not a better anything. They still have syringes in the street and homeless camps surrounding them. Intense cities. So the quality of life is not improving. You're supposed to... The way tax structures are supposed to work is you're supposed to get together as a community. You're supposed to pay into the community and you then have this utopian community. You know, white picket fences, nice green, uh, mowed, well mowed lawns and, and, and affordable groceries and, and an affordable home. That all happens when the government stays out of your business. In almost every impact of inflation, the government is responsible and the government is involved. The government is the chief causer of inflation. The government is. Milton Freeman said that, by the way. And I have a clip there I can play for you. But in any case, it's gonna hit the it's gonna hit the middle class. In the, in, the, in the form of inflation. So not only is the middle class being asked, no, being ordered, being told, that they have to pay for the, the lawyer's student debt. Uh, they have to pay for Ukraine's bombs. You know, and all this mess could have been avoided. Everybody knows that, that they could have sat down with Putin before the escalation ever began. And all they had to do was not build up NATO in the way they did and and throw uh, salt in the eye of Vladimir Putin. Putin's bad. Putin killed those spies. Putin uh, did the chemical attack in Syria, you know, and, and so on and so forth. They blame Putin for everything. The Russian hoax. Trump is aligned with Putin. They made it up. These libtards made it up. They're nuts, and they're in control. And they're in control for one reason, because they rigged elections. And somehow, also, I have to think that they're, the people that support them are just these weak, spineless people that are prone to peer pressure, that get on, you know, that basically say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done 
in order to keep their job and kiss the the butt of their superior. And that's the kind of thing that's going on. They don't have any principles. Or they've been brainwashed and they're weak in the mind. Anybody that could tell me, anybody that's going to sit there and try to tell me there's more than two genders, or that critical race theory is a real thing, or Black Lives Matter over All Lives Matter, I'm going to tell them to get out of my office. Get the heck out of my office, you moron. And that's the real world. But in government, they're they're using these pawns, as these moron pawns, like ch- pawns on a chessboard, to carry out their carry their water for them, and cede power to them. And they're just so stupid. It's so frustrating to see it, because I know many of these people that vote left all the time, and they're supporting this nonsense. How in the world did Val Demings last night get a million votes? Val Demings, she's now going to go against Marco Rubio. Not our finest, trust me. And uh, Christ, uh, the former governor of Florida, is going to go against DeSantis. Good luck with that. (laughs) It's not going to happen, right? So we just heard Nancy Pelosi talking about what? She was talking about um, how Biden doesn't have the authority to do what he's about to do today. Nancy Pelosi said that in April. Let's take a listen to this. This is uh, Hannity basically talking about, you know, he paid for his own car and his own house. And um, Kellyanne Conway said, this is all about buying votes. And uh, let's take a listen. Um, I paid my student loan back and I didn't even get to finish college because I ran out of money. Every house I've ever purchased, I used my own money and I've been working two full-time jobs my entire adult life. So giving free money to people in the form of a house or in the form of loan forgiveness is not something I quite comprehend. It's not fair to the welders, the carpenters, the hairdressers, the people who chose to not go to college or who couldn't afford to go or to stay into college. Not fair for them. It's also not fair to the people who have paid off their student loans because they've made personal financial sacrifices to allow them to do that. It also is a complete farce that they already passed something misnamed as the Inflation Reduction Act and turn around and are going to make inflation worse. Economists, Obama economist Larry Summers and others are making this point, Sean, that you're going to make education more expensive by letting these colleges know that, oh, gee, every student basically has an extra $10,000. Let's just tack it on from the beginning. But in addition to that, we are, we are making things more expensive because they continue to spend money that we don't have on things that we don't need. And let me just conclude with this. I'm hopping mad that we have an entire political party in this country, the Democrats, who don't believe in investing in into, into opportunity scholarships, school choice, charter schools, educational freedom. That entire party, John Fetterman's against it, Tim Ryan's against it, Raphael Warnock's against it. They're all against it. If you want to invest in education, let's front load it into these kids who have been suffering under Biden's policies for two years, screen time is school time. If he really cared about funding education, he would make sure these kids with the lost learning mental health and and emotional uh, lack of growth as they're telling adults in their lives. 
he would be doing that there instead of trying to buy votes for doctors, lawyers, and MBA holders who are in their 40s somehow getting student loan forgiveness now. It's outrageous. Help our kids. They need it. Right. And by the way, the people that paid their student loans, the people that pay their mortgages every month, it's their money that's going to go to other people for free. Um, right. Right. Your reaction to all of that. But more than that, this phenomenon, Democrats now are trying in their ads and on the stump to sound like they are conservative and they don't want Joe Biden to campaign for them. Why would that be? Well, maybe because he's got the lowest approval rating in the modern history of American presidents. Only 20 percent of Democrats strongly support this president. He's an albatross around their neck. But you know what you and Kellyanne were talking about? It's 100 percent correct. Here's the problem. These Democrats don't believe in the concept of America. They believe that they're more capable of spending your money than you are. It's back to the that classic Margaret Thatcher line, which is the problem with socialism, is that eventually you run out of spending other people's money. And you hit all the, you hit all the numbers on the bingo card, inflation, uh, you know, it's it's obviously going to encourage more borrowing. Kellyanne is correct. The poor people that decided not to go to school, the irony of now I'm going to pay for the people that did go to school, couldn't afford it, borrowed the money and can't pay it back is amazing. And it is an election gimmick. And 60 percent of the people here are wealthy people that are going to get this money. And 48% of those people are grad students, just like all the journalists out there that have no problem with this new executive order or whatever Joe Biden's going to do to pay off their loans, too. They're all profiting off of this, off of other people's money. It's wrong. It's not American. And, and what Margaret Thatcher said so many years ago is actually starting to come true before our very eyes. You know, Reince, thank you. And Kellyanne, thank you. Uh, in my last book, by the way, for the audience's sake, we appreciate you guys being with us. Um, I wrote in Live Free or Die, Socialism and its History of Failure. Whatever name it's given, whatever form it takes, whatever manifestation it is, it always results in the same thing. Unfulfilled promises, more poverty, and then at the end of the day, you've got to calculate how much of your freedom you gave up in the name of false security given to you by your government. You know, the people that said, keep your doctor, uh, keep your plan and save money, those people. All right, and the ones that said, oh, it's not a recession, oh, it's transitory. Hey, Sean Hannity. Yeah, right. Yeah, now that was that was a good clip. I, I really think it, it tied a bow around it. This is the latest. I got this from Fox and Friends this morning. Let's take a listen to this. This is we, this is a, a little bit more of the mechanics of what's going to be rolled out today. Just talked to Jackie Heinrich, who's at the White House, and later today we don't know the form of the announcement, but we believe that uh, the uh, current president of the United States, Joe Biden, is going to essentially check a box on a campaign promise. Amazing. He's going to buy a bunch of votes. That's me editorializing, and he will cancel. $10,000 worth of student debt uh, for anybody making up to 125000 if you're a couple, quarter of a million. So if you make more than that, you don't get it canceled. If you make less of that, which is most of the planet, you get $10,000 in your bank account thanks to 
this particular program. There's nothing official on the president's nope. schedule. There's a press briefing later this afternoon. The president is coming back from Delaware to Washington, D.C. today. Uh, but he does plan on reallocating these student loan payments from the people who took them out, who owe them, onto the middle and lower classes. It's going to cost the average taxpayer uh, approximately $2,100 per uh, person. Uh, they keep calling this loan forgiveness and cancellation. It is not that. It will be paid for. We also know from Larry Summers, who was a, 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 an economic advisor under President Obama, that this will make inflation worse, worse which is a... It will make inflation worse. And it cost of Biden student loan forgiveness, $300 billion, one-time forgiveness of... Uh, so it's a 300 allocation, $300 billion, one-time forgiveness of 10000 for people making less than 125000 There's $330 billion he's going to allocate if program continues over next decade and $340 billion if there are no income limits um, and $980 billion wiping out 50000 per borrower. Wow. Okay. That's uh, the Penn Wharton business model. Let's take of a... Of course, a, uh, a tax on the middle class and everybody who wants to buy something in this country. Uh, this idea that they are now reallocating uh, student loan payments from people who are making a lot of money because they have degrees onto people who just want to send their own kids to college is absolutely outrageous. And right. quite frankly, it's theft. So you went to technical school to learn to be a mechanic or you want to be a welder or you decide not to go to school at all. You open a landscaping company. You know those other kids that went to school uh, and took out loans in order to go there? They are now uh, front and center. They're more important than you, just so you know that. If also, you can get more than $10,000 if you're eligible for a Pell Grant, which means you're under extreme financial situations. Nobody makes you go to college. I love when people bring up and they say, well, college is too expensive. Okay, that's a totally different argument. If college is too expensive, we could have a downward pressure on it. We could, say, make the university of Michigan justify $70,000? Why is college expensive? Right. Because the federal government True. took over and now has a monopoly on student loans. Right, but this which can't be the answer, the, which, which allows the universities to raise tuition because they know they're just going to get Absolutely. federal money. And now everyone who takes it out is going to get it reallocated right. to the working class and people who didn't go to college. And it's, it's a little like, for example, I want that nice house, but the bank's going to give me money for that nice house, even though I really can't afford the payments. But if the bank's going to give me the money, I guess I'll take it. So what you do is when you get a loan, they'll say, this is what you're going to be responsible for. I think six months out of college, you got to start paying back your loan and the parent student loan. And I will say this. Why does this generation get loan forgiveness? What about the 34-year-old that just finished off, that, that young couple that just finished off paying their student loans? What about the medical student at 42 years old that just finished paying off their student loans? Right. Obviously, they didn't have a lot of money. They wouldn't have taken out student loans. Why are they less important than the 18 to 28-year-old right now? This makes no sense. And I'm not sure, Steve, that he ran on this. I know Bernie oh, Sanders did. ran on this. Oh, he did. But loan forgiveness is something he still hasn't convinced, got wrapped his head around, because he has not committed to it. He's been thinking about it for over a year. Chuck Schumer wants it done. The NAACP says, how dare you just give up $10,000? You should be forgiving everything. Well, so we should just forget about any deal that we take out that we feel is too expensive Look, that we signed on for. Hello. We've been talking about a lot of numbers. It's 76 days until the midterms. The Democrats want to motivate their base. And, you know, Bernie's been talking about a lot. Joe Biden has been through the campaign cycle. He's been talking about uh, forgiving student loans. Here's what Bernie just tweeted yesterday. 
and he doesn't like the $10,000 figure. The average amount of debt forgiveness to businesses receiving PPP loans, $95,000. If we could afford to cancel hundreds of billions in PPP loans to business owners in their time of need, please do not tell me we cannot afford to cancel all student debt for 45 million Americans. Incredible. Then Tom Cotton, Katie, to your point, Tom Cotton tweeted out, Biden is telling every college in America to raise tuition by $10,000. So, you know, people are saying it's unfair for the people. If, if it costs every taxpayer, every American, 2100 bucks. Mm -hmm. I think that's the number you gave. Uh, it's not fair for the person who didn't go to college and has to pay. It's not fair for the people who did pay uh, their fair share. But also, I was talking to our White House correspondent last night. He said, you know, there are a number of uh, people who took out college loans and then now they've refinanced them through a private lender mm -hmm. because it's through a private lender they're still on the hook for it, so they won't get the ten thousand well it's just bucks. such a big lie i mean people like bernie sanders and elizabeth warren claim to be for the little guy in the working class and right. this is overwhelmingly overwhelmingly benefits the rich in this country who have not just one degree multiple degrees and student loan debt and it reallocates those payments to people who did not go to college the majority of the people in this country do not have a college it's degree a and it, pre it prevents votes. people from being able to save their own but, money for their own families to go to college but this is how stupid requires it is them to pay for it for someone else this is how stupid it is because there are so many people ticked off the people that usually don't vote are 18 to 25 year olds that might benefit from this. The people who are 30, 40, and 50 are so ticked off by this. They're like, what am I, the sucker that paid mine off? Yeah. They're going to lose more votes than they'll gain. And that's probably why he was holding out. Uh, and that Chuck Schumer wanted bad, so this way you can say, I go and bought, I went and bought some votes. I think it's going to blow up right in their face. Also, parent, parent takes out loans, the kid takes out loans, and that's why a lot of times they get refinanced. Also, there are people who go, yeah, I'd love to go to that school. I can't afford it. Yeah. I can't afford it. So they walked away and they went to right. a lesser school and they made decisions. Other people said, I'm going to find a way to get it. You have to live with your decisions until now. Well, you know, when Senator Elizabeth Warren was running for president, she was confronted on the campaign trail, I believe, believe it was in Iowa, by a father who said, Absolutely. okay, so if you're going to do student loan forgiveness, do I get the money that I saved for my child to go to college back? Because right. I, I sacrificed. Well, my friends were buying boats and spending money on other things. I was saving money so my kid could go to college. And she said, of course you don't. Right. Of course you don't get it back. So it does create this culture of, well, someone else will pay for me to do whatever I right. want and to make certain decisions about right. so Joe Biden. Yeah. Joe Biden's coming back from Delaware today. The last time he was in the White House, uh, what, about 10 days ago, he went there to sign the Inflation Reduction Act. And one of the things he was, even though it doesn't reduce inflation, right. what they did say was it is going to reduce the, the national deficit. And so they were saying, hey, deficit reduction. When you look at that, the Inflation Reduction Act is going to reduce the national deficit by $102 billion, right? Okay, canceling student debt costs $330 billion. So if you did, we got, we saved $100 billion, but now we're going to spend $300 billion, so now we are $200 billion Idiots. in the hole. It goes beyond that. In the, the $330 billion, you just, I read off the, the part where it could, it could go up to a trillion dollars, and I believe it's probably going to do that. And the other part is um, there are people that think this is not enough, and that's even crazier. And this is theft. The first word that ran through my mind when I when I heard about this, which I thought was not even true,
is that uh, that uh, it was a it was a joke, um, and or it wasn't going to happen, or it would never pass Congress. And then I found out that it was going to be in, a, in the form of an executive order, and that was why the RNC put out the Pelosi statement that the president can't do that. And so she was wrong. I mean, how in the world is he getting away with stealing money from Americans? How in the world do you do that? And again, this is just another example of how the criminals getting rewarded. In California, they're stealing from stores $950 or less, and they just get rewarded. They just keep the stuff and they walk out and they never get brought to court or held, you know, brought to justice. They never do. And it's mind-boggling. Tell me this isn't tell me this is not tearing our country apart. How in the world is this unifying our country? That these these thugs, these street mongers, these thugs are allowed to steal this stuff and not be punished for it. Meanwhile, people are rotting in jail because of protesting waving a Trump flag when everybody knows that they were infiltrated by the FBI and it was the FBI that was actually the one that engaged the break-in and the breach of the Capitol. Just like it's the FBI, two people are now rotting in jail in the Whitmer case, the Whitmer kidnapping case. And it was the FBI that actually entrapped these people. And they were, they were pulling away from it. And the FBI coerced them. Now, when you read the details of that case, these people should not be in jail. The FBI should be in jail. The FBI, the same FBI that broke into Mar-a-Lago and is now concealing um, property that does not belong to them. What kind of banana republic country are we living in? It says here, Biden is buying young voters with... Oh, no, I wrote that one. <laughs> Let's see. That's, student loan forgiveness will not fix the student debt problem. It will... Force middle the middle class workers to subsidize universities with multi billion dollar endowments, cause future tuitions to rise even more, increase inflation due to more money printing. Total college endowments have gone up by two hundred fifty billion dollars in the last seven years. Student loan debt has increased by about two hundred and seventy billion dollars. Over the same period, student loans are wealth transfers directly into the coffers of public and private universities, and Democrats want taxpayers to fund it. And Matt Walsh writes, there is no such thing as student loan forgiveness. There is only student loan transferal, where the debt is transferred from the person who took out the loan to someone, someone else who did not take out the loan. Yes, you were scammed when you took your, out your student loans. Yeah, you were scammed when you took out the student loans. You got suckered. 
You bought a worthless thing for way too much money. That's true. That happened to you. But you made that choice. But making somebody else pay for your mistakes is a greater injustice. It sucks that you have the debt, but it is your debt, not mine. Matt Walsh wrote that. Matt Rinaldi writes, Harvard has a $42 billion endowment. Yale has a $31 billion endowment. But Biden will tax truck drivers and plumbers to pay the student loans that built those empires. Wow. So there was this uh, meme going around. It says, Moscow Free Press breaking news. Siberian prison guards are reporting that Brittany Grimer is a man. (laughs) That's kind of an interesting thing. Um, election, election wizard, uh, Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump tweeted this out. He truthed it out. He said, Congressman Jerry Nadler, who won, he beat Maloney. And, uh, that was kind of a strange race because both of those people have been in Congress for far too long and they lost one of their stalwarts, uh, by redistricting, which, you know, the Democrats never redistrict where it hurts them. But in the election yesterday, Nadler won. Nadler can barely even tie his shoelaces or string sentences together. The guy, you know, practically pees his pants while sitting there at his committee chair. These people, I mean, you know, uh, you got Diane Feinstein. She's 90 years old. I mean, at some point, you know, is that is that our nation's best at work? You know, there comes a point when you got to just hang it up. Actually, though, all truth, uh, Diane Feinstein looks great for 90. Uh, I mean, pretty amazing, frankly. Must be the blood. Um, so Donald Trump truths this out. He says, Congressman Jerry Nadler can't be stopped. He's young, sharp, energetic, and very, very fair. <laughs> he truly, he's obviously this is tongue in cheek. He truly understands the two-party system and will go out of his way to make sure a Republican gets a fair and open shake. Jerry, and he's talking about the uh, Judicial Committee and how they were so unfair to President Trump and the impeachment committee. Jerry is the dynamo that Washington needs, except in this case, his rival is a woman who is both physically and mentally stronger than him. You know, uh, one of the things we covered today was we listened to Kellyanne Conway. And Kellyanne Conway, I think, made a uh, really good point about uh, the people that are signing off on this. It needs to be known um, that are that are endorsing these spending bills and and uh, endorsing climate change initiatives and things like that. Warnock. <clears throat> who's going against Herschel Walker in Georgia. And uh, Tim Ryan, who's going against J.D. Vance in Ohio. And uh, and Featherman, who's going against Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. These are all Senate seats we must win in order to take back the Senate. And there's more. But, uh, you know, the Senate's going to be tough to, to win back. And... The thing is, I read something yesterday about Florida's election laws and how they've revamped their election systems 
and improve them. They've cracked down on mail-in balloting and ballot harvesting and things like that. And it's surprising that Val Demings got a million votes. And again, she's going to be running for Senate against Marco Rubio. But it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, To see how Florida shakes down. Um, I also had a couple of other clips. Uh, Here's one. It's it's an audio clip. It's a little shaky. What this is is a guy standing in line waiting to talk with uh, Elizabeth Warren. And he says this. He says, I've saved all my... This was uh, actually in 2020. I saved all my money. My daughter uh, doesn't have any student loans. Am I going to get my money back? Warren, of course not. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money. And those of us who did the right thing get screwed? And she just ignored him. Uh, I just want to ask one question. My daughter's getting out of school. I saved all my money. She doesn't have any school money. Am I going to get my money back? So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us who did the right thing get screwed. Of course we did. My buddy had fun, bought a car, went on vacations. I saved my money. He made more than I did. But I worked a double shift, worked extra. My daughter's work, she was 10. So you're laughing. Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. We did the right thing, and we get screwed. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your time. See that? That's exactly what this whole student loan forgiveness thing is all about. It's absolutely absurd. And, um, yeah, the Bradford file writes, a regime, $30 trillion in debt, probably shouldn't be sending billions every week to another corrupt regime. The Bradford file writes, other than what is laundered back to them, Biden and Pelosi have no idea where the billions are going in Ukraine. They have no idea. Greg Price writes, School boards in Miami-Dade, Duval, Sarasota, Martin, and Clay counties have all flipped from majority liberal to majority conservative tonight. Hmm. That's good. Um, That's the school boards, though. So the Bradford file writes... Biden raided his political rival, then lied about any knowledge of it. This regime is far worse than the stuff they made up about Trump. Starting August 30th, Project Veritas is setting to release a multi-part undercover series exposing the secret curriculum in the American education system that is indoctrinating your children. Let's take a listen to this promo. This is something that's coming out from Project Veritas. The off-campus conversation with teacher Gabriel Geip was videotaped by Project Veritas, prompting parents last month to demand Geip be fired. The district says the investigation revealed 400 pages of violations they say demonstrate a pattern of inappropriate behavior. It's just nice we don't have to hide our activism outside of school. I want to wonder, like, how many years was this guy teaching and how many kids did this guy scar? Not only that, but how many other teachers are out there like that? Sandra, teacher getting paid after getting caught pledging allegiance to Antifa. I have 180 days 
Let's turn them into revolutionaries. How do you do that? How do you scare the out of This has a political consequence to it, and you can keep doing it, but we're going to make you pay. My friend, I'll be tracking. I told him I'm on a date for the future. And so he'll ask me if I can, if she'll have me at her school. Yeah. A drag queen thing. I think it'd be most effective if I'd be younger. It's a KP 12 New school year. Get ready. <laughs> So that would be interesting. That's uh, part of the attack on our children uh, that we're experiencing. So when they came out with the $3 billion arms package to Ukraine, I said more money laundering in Ukraine to redistribute wealth from America's middle class taxpayer to globalists that support their climate initiatives, carbon credits, biolab gain of function eugenics, like COVID, style bioweapons, digital currency to control your money, and your food supplies. They're buying up land. They're buying up land and they're they're, uh, uh, banning fertilizers. And they're pushing back against cows and cow flatulence. They're impacting your food supply. They want you to eat bugs while they eat steak. And while they fly on their private jets, they want you to drive electric cars that don't work. You know, I'm telling you folks, these, um, this whole thing with the electric cars is not going to work out too well. They don't even know what they're getting themselves into. And yet this bill that Biden signed last week, trillion dollars, uh, basically going toward uh, a big chunk of that is going toward climate is going toward climate cronyism. The people that are involved in these industries that are pushing this agenda, it's not much different than what the way BlackRock tells corporations to turn a blind eye to Black Lives Matter violence and go woke and invest in CNN and MSNBC and boycott advertising over Fox News or Red State Talk Radio. And... They do that because they want to reward the narrative, the messengers, the messengers. And the same thing is being done with the government and climate. And the same thing that was being done with the government and COVID, where Pfizer and Moderna would give kickbacks, they called royalties to CDC members and NIH members. And... The money would go out, the money would come back, and that's exactly what's happening in Ukraine. The money goes out, the money eventually comes back, and it's laundering. You're going to give you weapons, you're going to sell those weapons somehow for cash or oil in the Middle East, and somehow that oil is going to turn into money, and that money is going to wind up in the pocket of someone like Lindsey Graham. And that's already happened with Ukraine. And that's what's happening. That's what happened with COVID. Different players. That's what happens with Samantha Power and USAID in Africa and elsewhere. Is we're going to bring you freights of uh, food and grain and wheat and barley and whatever. And somehow the money's going to come, come back. They're going to sell that off. And the profits are going to be skimmed off. And nobody's ever going to know that Samantha Power is getting rich in a wired transferred account in Switzerland. 
And the same thing that Fauci was doing, the same thing with Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and so on and so forth. And Johnson and Johnson, and they pick winners and losers. It seemed like the winners were Pfizer and Moderna, and they had the they had a crappy product. And now we're doing the same damn thing. We're doing the same thing here with green energy. And they just come out with these bills, one big, huge bill, monster bill after another. And now they're doing it with student loans and universities and voter blocks. I mean, can't you see it? It's right there in front of your face. The... And these things aren't even being passed through Congress anymore. I mean, the last week the the bill was, and again, how did they get there? They got there through a rigged election in Georgia where they got picked up two Senate seats. That was ridiculous that they picked up those two Senate seats in 2020. I mean, Warnock? How in the world did Warnock win a Senate seat? You, you got to be kidding me. But they did it. They pulled it off. Talk about the crime of the century. That is the crime of the century right there. And what they can't get through a bill, they're going to get through executive order like we're going to see today. This money is coming right out of the pockets of the middle class, causing inflation that the middle class can't afford. It's going to send the middle class into a dependent class, into poverty. And the Democrats are going to give you an offer you can't refuse. Either starve or vote for me and I'll give you some food. And that's where they want you. And that's what I think also is behind this COVID vaccine. I think that that it makes your immune system weaker. I think it, 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 it makes you more prone to heart attacks. And guess what? Pfizer already has a myocarditis uh, treatment put that flame out and make them rich but i also think it also makes you more dependent on the government for solutions to problems they themselves created and that's the biggest problem of all well that brings us to the end of the scott adams show i want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the scott adams show be sure to check out our new sponsor over at um uh uh well let's see it's uh, NPS, it's uh, My Patriot Supply, nps.scottadamshow.com. Also check out magapac.org, magapac.org, and find out uh, how we're advancing America First policies. Also use Red State over at mypillow.com. And we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, everybody. Pull a little deeper just to bury my kids right up to there. 